I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 39 today. That's pretty good. Uh, I'll tell you what, on Fridays, I typically uh, look forward to nice, light topics where you and I can laugh together. Uh, maybe I'll tell a few jokes and uh, the occasional funny ones. Maybe you'll get a chuckle out of those. Well, today, guess what? There's a big old stack of news, and we're going to trudge our way through it. Now, why? Well, because uh, it all could have great impact on you and me and the goings on here in this state and beyond. And so we're going to uh, we're going to kick things off today talking about an announcement which was made just a few hours ago via Twitter. Uh, John Huntsman Jr., you know him. Uh, he's running for governor. He, uh, along with a long list of other candidates, would like to be your governor. Uh, and he today announced his pick for running mate, uh, lieutenant governor spot. Uh, he selected today and made it known via a video shared on Twitter uh, that Michelle Kafusi, uh, Provo Mayor, will be his running mate. Uh, and then that pair today will be a guest on this program at just after 2 o'clock. They'll join me in studio and we'll get to know the mayor. We'll check up on the campaign, see how they're feeling, uh, what their plans are for the upcoming uh, future and get to know uh, the, the two of them and how they plan on working together and what the, the mayor might bring uh, to this great state. That's all coming up on today's program. And one of the things, <clears throat> excuse me, as these announcements have been made, there's been one announcement already, as you know, um, Thomas Wright made it known that uh, he would be running alongside Rob Bishop as his pick for uh, lieutenant governor. Please join me in welcoming my friend, Utah's next lieutenant governor, Congressman Rob Bishop. That was the first announcement made along those lines. And uh, on that day, uh, producer Amy got out her uh, telephone and sent some text messages out to all the different campaigns, uh, asking them uh, really two things. If they cared to weigh in on the announcement made by Thomas Wright, as well as if they were ready to, uh, on this program or anywhere, make an announcement as to their selection for lieutenant governor. Well, uh, we've gone through that same exercise today. We've reached out to the uh, campaigns. Producer Amy doing a good, quick work of that. And, uh, and I have a list of those responses. The question uh, that Amy posed to the different candidates is, uh, you've seen the announcement made by John Huntsman. Wonder if you had any thoughts or an announcement to make yourself. We pose that of all of the candidates. Uh, Greg Hughes, former Speaker of the Utah House, doesn't yet uh, have a selection made for his lieutenant governor pick. Uh, and also... Um, it was made known to us through a spokesman that they uh, don't have any plans to make an announcement this early. So that may be a commentary on the early nature of the announcements made so far by Thomas Wright. And today, uh, John Huntsman uh, Jr., Amy Winder Newton, let us know uh, very simply that she has no announcement today. That comes complete with an exclamation point. 
uh, Michael Jolly is a spokesman for the Jeff Birmingham uh, campaign who says that uh, Jeff thinks Mayor Kafusi is a great pick and that they'll let us know when they're ready to make an announcement. Uh, I think his comments uh, continued. Let me see. Uh, it says this pick demonstrates what polls in our own internal data shows. Again, this is Jeff Birmingham uh, sharing his thoughts on former Governor John Huntsman's choice of Michelle Kafusi, uh, Mayor Michelle Kafusi, as his running mate. Um, Birmingham says this pick demonstrates what polls and our own internal data shows. I am the only candidate with significant upward momentum. He picks someone from his own backyard because he knows I am the only candidate with a viable chance to beat him in June. Uh, Birmingham's campaign manager, uh, Adriel Herring, uh, added, um, any running mate of former Governor Huntsman should be scrutinized as if they were running for governor because they likely will be governor when he leaves Utah again for his next big political move. Now, let me reiterate that those are the words from the spokesman uh, of Jeff Birmingham. Sometimes when I read these statements, I, I get nervous about folks just tuning in and hearing them out of my mouth thinking they're my words. Uh, uh, those, uh, what I just said uh, about um, uh, Jeff Birmingham's comments. I'll read it to you again. It's, uh, it says, and again, this is in response to the announcement by John Huntsman Jr. this morning that he'll be running alongside Provo Mayor Michelle Kafusi uh, as his lieutenant governor choice. Uh, Birmingham says, any well, through a campaign manager says any running mate of the former governor Hun- of former Governor Huntsman should be scrutinized as if they were running for governor because they will likely be governor when he leaves Utah again for his next big political move. Um, Heather Barney is uh, serving as spokesperson for Cox, uh, Spencer Cox. And uh, real quickly, I'll read their response. Uh, The Herbert Cox administration has led... uh, led Utah during the most prosperous decade in our history. Lieutenant Governor Cox will select someone who will work hard to continue that success and share his conservative vision for Utah's future. Uh, so that should wrap it up. If I, if there are uh, any other comments that those candidates would like to make, I will point out I've also reached out to uh, Thomas Wright and uh, Rob Bishop as they run, uh, as Thomas runs for governor alongside uh, Rob Bishop as his running mate. Uh, I've asked them if they have anything to say, and we'll see. Uh, if I receive something, I'll share it with you certainly here on this program. So again, uh, today, just after 2 o'clock, we're going to have uh, John Huntsman here in studio alongside Michelle Kafusi, who he has announced as his running mate for governor. Uh, fascinating stuff. There's something else I want to talk to you about later on today. I, when I was walking uh, into work this morning, for some reason, uh, this thought occurred to me. I am going to do my best to, uh, spare, to spare you impeachment conversation today, but we're going to have to dip into it uh, a few times, including in the next segment, we're going to be speaking to a spokesperson for Republicans for the Rule of Law. That's an organization, a nationwide organization, which has put some money together, and they're putting up uh, billboards in praise. These billboards are going to be up here on YouTube. Utah's highways, uh, billboards praising Senator Romney, calling him a true patriot. We're going to get some of the, the details and rationale behind their, uh, uh, their purchasing of these billboards coming up on the program. The question, sorry, that was gross. Uh, my nose is ringing. I just, that's my apologies. Uh, later on, later on in the program, I'm going to talk to you about this thought I had as I was dry, as I was walking into work this morning, and it has to do with uh, running mates. As I was thinking about uh, the different announcements from the governors, the candidates for governor uh, here in the state of Utah, and I wondered when and if we might start hearing from 
the uh, candidates for president as to their running mates. There is one uh, big question to be answered still, uh, and that's whether or not um, uh, Mike Pence will remain as uh, President Trump's running mate. I think the highest of likelihoods is that will be the case, but it's not a, a certainty right now. So we'll, we'll wait for certainty on that question. And then uh, let's jump across the aisle, look at the Democrats running for president right now and ask ourselves who might be an effective pick for uh, those candidates. I knew that that question sounded familiar. And uh, as I got in, I sat down and that thought I had as I walked uh, here to work, that thought that was nagging at me, why did it seem sound familiar? And, uh, and so I did a little bit of Googling around and I remembered why the idea sounded so familiar to me. And it comes from an article written in uh, Politico magazine uh, a couple of years ago in December of 2018. And here's the headline. I'm going to read you the headline. I'm going to invite you to send me a text message weighing in on this, and I'm going to promise you that uh, in about an hour from now, you and I are going to talk at length about this notion. Here's the headline from Politico two years ago. Biden should run on a unity ticket with Mitt Romney. Biden should run on a unity ticket with Mitt Romney. Is that crazy? Is that viable? Is that something you could get behind? Is that something that's uh, outlandish and absurd to even discuss? Let me know. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. 57500. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, I'll compile those and share them with you at uh, just after 135. We'll talk about the notion of Mitt Romney uh, running for vice president alongside a member of an opposing party. Uh, that's all on today's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.